BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. right side. Who's ready for a Thursday of Moneyline? I am. It's Donnie Wrightside along with Kevin Walsh. And over the next two hours, we're going to take you through from everything. Yes, in case you didn't know, if you watched this morning on the early line, Kevin didn't know the PGA Championship was on, but I did. And I'm watching it right now. Let's get after it. Let's go. I'm surprised you're not sat there going, man, this this sure are showing a lot of highlights for this PGA Championship on a Wednesday tanginess out there. It looks like Rory McIlroy, a five under here through 13, is what I'm seeing on the updated leaderboard here on ESPN. So they are out and about. and Not much protection, I guess, from the wind today because if you have a minus five and let's just say that gets to a minus six or so, what are you looking at? Minus 18 for a PGA champion? Come on now. You got to keep it in single digits, right? Uh, those things usually Come level on. out, though, don't they? I don't know. I mean, what was the... Make it tougher, boys. Can we figure out the pre-tournament over-under? I would anticipate it was probably, you know, maybe 11 or so, maybe a minus 11. So, Mm. I guess. Man, what did Dustin shoot at that Masters? That, like, September, October Masters? Did he shoot, like, minus 21 or some nonsense like that? I mean, majors aren't supposed to. That's why the U.S. Open has always been my favorite, where they say the true test of golf is par. So if you're like minus one, like you did your job. I don't like all these tournaments, specifically last week. What was it down in Texas? Like a nice little minus 26 winner down there. Come on with that Mm. nonsense right now. But I do think Tiger Woods, if we're updating now, is a plus two. Actually had a nice drive off the tee. I don't have his... You know, where he's actually out on the golf course right now. But I am trying to follow his grouping here, which has a commercial up right now. But I believe he is plus two right now, which if you took an odds boost at three to one for Tiger to shoot 70, you need a couple of eagles here, right? Yeah, which isn't happening, uh, <laughs> which we said. I actually didn't even see, and, and that's what I, I guess maybe, I don't know if it was intentional, but they did not have round a round score mm-hmm. listed for Tiger Woods. That's what I really wanted to see. To see what that number, because Donnie, if they hung him at par, I think you would have, and if they would have hung him at one under, oh, wow. I'm guessing his over under would have been par for the day, at which point I feel like you would have gone over. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. He's tied for 42nd right now, and not everybody is on the golf course, which typically means more golfers that get out there, the harder it is if you're going to hang out at a plus two to either A, make the cut, or B, have a decent finish here. So we'll see where that comes mm-hmm. up. But the PGA Championship is underway. Major League Baseball also underway right now with those New York Yankees, a 2 to nothing lead here in the second inning. The Philadelphia Phillies will get started out momentarily. The Cardinals and the Mets, followed by the Reds and Guardians. And then we also have some 2 o'clock action here between the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. Now, having said that, looking at the baseball card, there's not a lot of games today. But there is one game tonight that might have our attention. It's the final game on the card, an 8-11 first pitch between the Rangers and the Astros. And it's been so far and few between where I've looked at numbers and said to myself, yeah, you know what, I'm so conditioned to this this thing's absolute stinking here. And Mm -hmm. that's not going to be the case tonight. Because if we get... The same lineup I'm looking at right now for the Houston Astros. Exactly the way it plays out. We're going to make this an official play and have some fun. Whoa! Yeah. 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 
Wow. Now that's you exciting. Have, it is exciting. And it caught me off guard because I'm going through like, hey, what can I do in the afternoon games? Which, like, okay, you go over those, and we're talking about unders here on the early line. But as I got to the late game, because we didn't even get a chance to look at this one this morning, Whoa. and I just slide it down, and there are eight guys in the lineup tonight. Had, that had a 163 Ohio ISO power, and that's the lowest on the team for the Astros. You're talking about a lot of green lights tonight from the Astros, matching up with a pitcher around that 4x FIP range, right-handed batters doing some damage. It's 4.5 minus 110, and if it stays with this lineup that comes into it, we got no choice but to press the button down tonight. No wow. choice. So now, mm-hmm. are you going to send out? I'm not. I'm. Are we yeah. going to send out the bat yeah. signal if the yeah. lineup gets confirmed, and then you'll send exactly. it out and press it down. Exactly. Oh, that's good time. Yeah, the radar. The radar is going to be up and firing because I was almost looking at this, going, Ah, you know what? Why don't you just play it yourself? See what happens. I said, No. This is yeah. what I've been waiting on. Like yeah. it actually legitimately makes sense. It's not like, hey, you know yeah, what? Right. If this was this or that, because regardless of what happens, it looks like we're probably going to have six plus batters in the lineup, and that is part of the bat signal here. So, obviously, it's in Houston. I don't know if the roof's going to be open or not, but it is a hitter's ballpark regardless. And they have a pitcher on the opposite side that has been struggling. And that's what you look for, and that's what you play. That's all it's about right there. That's exciting. We've been waiting on this. Uh, Man, it gets my juices flowing. And and here's the thing, people. Donnie needs these pregame team totals to come back because last year's bread and butter – is apparently not ever coming back, and I hope it never comes back, which was the mm. Yankees team total uh, live over one and a half runs. Man, I gotta tell what you, a what a treat. Maker, man. This what team just maker. beats this team just beats the baseball team in front of them. What a treat this group right now is, man. And we'll see if it continues today. Two to nothing here in the bottom of the second inning. Rizzo with a double already. It's, it's interesting stuff here because we haven't been playing very many like RBI numbers. And I didn't really take a look at the early games, but there's not a huge card. Like we're also going to talk about obviously big game tonight in the NBA, no question about it. So we'll hit all of that and more. If you guys want to join the show here on a Thursday, please do. Telephone lines are open 844-843-6879 on a Thursday. A nice two-hour cruise. It's Donnie Wrightside and it's Kevin Walsh right here on Moneyline, Sirius XM channel 159 sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm feeling good. How about you guys out there? K-Dub's feeling good. Stanley right side and Kevin Walsh right here on the grid on a Thursday. Kev was feeling good about his Yanks a few moments ago. Eh, not so much anymore. Two to two as a Chirinos blast goes 381 feet into just barely the first row. Down, not talking power alley. I'm talking about down the line. 381 to get that bad boy. So basically... 
You can hit a ball to center field with the same shot of going out than right down the line. Ridiculousness, Oriole Park. Ridiculousness. Like, again, no. like, And that's one of those things where, like, you're, what, catering to your own pitching? Or is that what they thought? Like, it's going to be a bait to get pitchers to come to Baltimore and then they're going to move it back? Like, I don't understand here. Like, what what are we really getting at? They can't be that short-sighted. You, you can't be a short. Like, can you imagine if the front office ownership group, the Angelos, uh, family said, you know what, we're getting beat so bad we just can't pay for bats, so we're just going to make it harder for every. Even though we don't hit home runs, I guess, we'll make it harder for the opposing team to hit home runs. But what happens if you actually get good and you guys can you just going to move the fence in midseason? I, I don't understand. It didn't make any sense for one of the – let's just say a fan base for the Orioles, which just needs something to be happy about, where, hey, can I just go down to the ballpark and see a couple home runs fly out there in a beautiful ballpark, or just around the league itself? I've been to Camden Yards. It is immaculate. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is an unbelievable setting. And you put that fence in there in left field, and you go, you just ruined the ballpark. And for what what reason? Nobody knows. And and the thing, too, is there's now these things that are happening in – there are these things that are happening in Major League Baseball that just don't make any sense, right? Like, they just feel so incredibly misplaced that it, it's just like the, the sport doesn't feel natural. Like, and again, like, I know it's like, oh, Yankee fans saying this, and that's what they said to Aaron Judge. But like, that's been that way forever. Like, the way that that looks out there looks ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like that, more than anything, doesn't it look ridiculous, Donnie? It does. Aesthetically not pleasing from one of the most beautiful ballparks in Major League Baseball. It wasn't like this is, you know, the, o- like the Oakland Coliseum. Just a t- No matter what you do, you're not going to make that a nicer stadium. It's just ugly to look at. Makes no sense with the dimensions, and they ruin the ballpark once they put that giant monstrosity in center field for Al Davis to come back to Oakland, and they still put a tarp on that thing in football season, which is kind of hilarious. But at the same time, how could you mess up such a beautiful stadium? Who had the issue with it? Who was like, you know what, I, I, I'm not going to Camden Yards, man. Hate to hit down there. It's terrible. Nobody. Was a pitcher. Have you ever heard a pitcher go, I can't pitch in this ballpark outside of the Orioles pitchers the last three years? Nobody. I never heard anything like that is a band box ballpark where it's absolutely atrocious and it's a travesty to baseball. Nobody ever said that. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and it wasn't even like an announcement. Like you sort of had the overhead shot to be like, hey, by the way, catch this. Left field is being moved back at Camden Yards. And everybody's like, why? Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's 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 incredibly bizarre, and, and I wonder too. Let me see if this is still true here. Are they still like the biggest under team in all of Major League Baseball, and specifically at home? Because if I'm not mistaken, like Orioles home games have been. Let's see. So they are. They have the third most unders. Man, Don, you had to take a stab. Go one team. Won't make you go longer. Who has the most unders in Major League Baseball this season? Uh, maybe Mariners. Houston Astros. How wow. <laughs> and, they're, and they're starting to turn it on. Maybe it's just one of those things where their numbers are lined a little bit higher yeah. than everybody else. 100%. You know what I mean? So, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and then right now, 12-6-1 uh, and one to the under at home for Baltimore. Games. Man, listen to this. 16-4-1. Diamondbacks home games to the under 80% hit rate going under in D backs mm, home games. About that early season, man. Ooh, that is old. Man. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put an end to that trend. And most people that say like Amlet's go, oh, sooner or later it evens out. Well, let me tell you something. If it evens out, we might not lose a team total from <laughs> July all the way through to the end of Major League Baseball season, <laughs> if that's what we're waiting on here. Now, we do have games in progress and just underway. And glad you said that here because I'm going to turn on the Philadelphia Phillies here on the home broadcast. So they're underway against the San Diego Padres. But I do want to talk about this for a moment here. St. Louis Cardinals, New York Mets underway here. Looks like I believe they just got out of the top of the first inning here. So the Mets are going to come to the plate. But having said that, Max Scherzer news, which pops up here. Hoping to avoid major injury, but I did see, was it Jeff Passan? I don't have it up on my timeline. I probably could get this pretty quickly back up. But it basically was saying they're waiting on news from the MRI. Could be this way, could be that way, which leads me to believe 
it's worse than what they thought it was going to be last night. Because you get the MRI, one doctor, team doctor, looks at it five minutes later. Yeah, look, a little bit of uh, inflammation here, not that big of a deal. The fact that that MRI was done, and trust me on this, Major League Baseball teams, professional organizations, they don't operate like you and me. I got to wait a day. I got to, uh, Wednesday, I'll say, I can get you in at like mm-hmm. 6.30 tomorrow night. No, they're in at 8 a.m., 9 a.m. with a fleet of staff for a $100 million pitcher. And the fact that we don't have a conclusive one way or another, this sounds like a month or more here for Max Scherzer. Yeah, which is obviously less than ideal. You and I got into this uh, a little bit this morning, talking about the subject. I, I Truthfully, truthfully, if, that, if they go, hey, he's out a month, not worried. Six weeks, not worried. Two months. I still might not be all that worried. It's if they go, hate to say it, it's Tommy John, and that ends Max Scherzer's seat. Obviously, that changes things. Because now, not only do you not have Max at all, and you don't know when DeGrom gets back, but it defeats the purpose of what I thought this team would be able to offer in the postseason, which is basically, in a seven-game series... You're getting, at minimum, three combined games of Scherzer and DeGrom, and possibly four, with maybe bullpen help. So, this is, I would say, the biggest MLB injury news that we're anticipating uh, of the season right now is probably this Max Scherzer news. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be big news here because uh, John Heyman, or Max Scherzer, does indeed have an oblique injury. This is within the past hour. That injury can have a wide variance from this time. No official word yet, but it can take a month or more in many cases. So that looks like you might be getting lucky to get him back around the All-Star break is the way I'm reading that. But you're right. They can withstand it. There's extra playoff teams this year. You have a deep-pocketed owner group that can make a trade at any moment. Don't, don't worry about you know luxury taxes. We'll add on in the meantime. And this mm-hmm. is where you can start to compound things because we didn't get a chance to talk about this this morning. And the reason I bring this up with compounding things is you talk about an ownership group like Cohen, and they say, I don't care. Like We have to stem the tide. Let's get a good pitcher. So you get that good pitcher. And then you get back Scherzer and DeGrom, and you acquired another good pitcher in the meantime just to be that pseudo 1-1-A or number two role while those two are out. That's where it can stack up in the playoffs. You go, well, hold on here. How are we beating this 1-2-3? Because that's typically all you need when you have a guy like a DeGrom or a Scherzer that can go on, you know, instead of, I can't go on five days, I can go on four days. You might only need three starting pitchers in that series. Good luck on beating the Mets at that point. And also, second point, when you're taking a look at, let me just see, where were the odds at here for the World Series this morning? Okay, let's just say 8-1 to one here for the New York Mets. Or even okay. the the uh, East, let's just say the league winners. That might be a little bit better one shot there. Plus 400 in second place. You sit this out for like a month and a half. Let the Mets tread water and see that go to 5, 6, or 7-1. and one Because it doesn't matter. It does. The only thing that matters is if they can get to the playoffs, that's what you're betting, and that's where the value comes in. So maybe it's better if you want to bet the Mets to have these injuries. 100%. I know it sounds correct. I'm... I truly mean the DeGrom injury if you forced my hand to drop it in the positive or negative bucket, I drop it in the positive bucket. I really would. Mm. Until they say he's not coming back, I think it's a good thing for the New York Mets. Bye, bye, bye on those Philadelphia Phillies. Maybe so here. Maybe they can get hot. Maybe they can take down the Mets. We'll see. This is Moneyline on a Thursday afternoon. It's Donnie and Kevin. Join the fun with us. Call us up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Going back nine times in the buffet line. Something I don't know much about. Maybe some other people know about that. It's Donnie Wrightside and it's Kevin Walsh on a Thursday having some fun updating some Major League Baseball action today. Hey, Yanks still tied 2-2. Two to two. Actually, Yanks were, had some, some little things dealing here on the bases, but I believe a double play knocked that one out here. Uh, let's see if I can bring up my odds board and get some of these up to date. Yankees are a minus 138 favorite here in the third inning. The Philadelphia Phillies, they are in the first inning now. One man on and one out. Alec Bohm just struck out. Mets, as we said in the Cardinals, they are 0-0 and just getting underway. Also, Reds and the Guardians, all zeros. Now, in that Yankees-Orioles game, I know when we came on the air, the Yanks already had the lead. Did they score in the first inning? The Yanks did. Um, I believe that was the second first inning. inning. Hold on. I have, it, I have it right here in front of me. Um, I'm pretty sure that was uh, the first inning. That start time threw me off a little bit, that 12:35. But, yeah, it was the first inning. Stanton uh, had that okay. single that scored both Rizzo uh, and Judge. So you had a Yurfi cash in on that one. Phillies and the Padres. Padres didn't score in the top of the first, so the Phillies got a man on one out here in the bottom of the inning. Mets and the Cardinals, bottom of the first inning, man on second with one out. And obviously second inning showing in the Reds and the, the Guardians, so nobody scored in that game there. Now also, since we have these games in play, I think the one that we had the most fun with this morning talking about, which is the madness of baseball season this year. It's Kansas City and the Chicago White Sox. And the reason we have that, you can't pick, as I said, weather conditions, 85 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out significantly, like 10 miles an hour or more, and have two horrendous pitchers on the mound. American League, which, again, doesn't matter anymore, as it used to with like the National League, where you have all oh, pitchers and you get free outs. You should be able to get runs in this game. There should be runs. Like, these pitchers are so bad, it shouldn't matter that these guys at the plate are struggling. You should be able to string base hits together, drive baseballs into the stratosphere, and get after it. Now, hold on. Let me just – Salvador Perez actually doesn't look like he's going to be in the lineup today. Sprained thumb from the day before. So that hurts a little bit. But I don't care. We still should get runs. You can't get away with pitching this bad and get away with it. You can't. I, I I can't see it today. So we've got not only a 10 now. For the full game, but the first five, and that's by, that's by the way a DraftKings number, the ten, still nine and a half mm-hmm. on Fanduel. That first five number is five and a half runs, <laughs> at, at, with, with a minus number there. That is the first time I've seen anything that bad, and, and you know, it's so funny. It's it's been the kind of season where you say to yourself, you can kind of go both directions, can't you? Of you know what it can't be that it's too good to be true. Give me the under, right? Or you could also say if we're getting a total that looks like that, it's for a dang reason, and you better believe that this game is going to be all kinds of juicy. Yeah, no, it's, it's just the way. It's the old adage, you know. You usually say like, ah, good pitching beats good hitting any day of the week. Well, how about horrendous bats versus horrendous pitching? Who's going to win that battle? And they're, you see what they're not doing, Kevin. They're not lining this at like a six and a half, seven and a half. They know. They know that finally, maybe this is the day that we start to break through in that environment. Because if you look at the lineup here for the Royals, it doesn't look that great. The Chicago White Sox, lineup, if you take away the statistics, it looks like an awesome lineup here today for the White Sox. But obviously, you can't take the statistics out of it because they are what they are at this point. But that's one to keep an eye on. And good, granted, we're here one to three each day, Monday through Friday. So we'll be on for the 2 o'clock hour to see that start. But when you see that five-and-a-half number, which means you need six runs in the first five innings in this day and age in baseball, it sounds like a lot. But again, with those pitching staffs, I don't really know how much of a struggle that actually might be. It'll be fun to watch it absolutely play out. But also today, 
And we like stuff where it's okay. We come on the early line this morning, Kevin. We have fun. We give the people the updates. But we know when we get off the air at 9 a.m. Eastern, through the time we get back on the air at 1 p.m. Eastern, big things break. And I don't think we really saw this coming from college football today where Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher are in and at each other's throat right now. And I think it is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's right, it's right up your alley. Uh, did you – so, I don't know. Should we catch the people up? I thought the most recent clip that I mm-hmm. saw from Jimbo yes. Yes. Was, the cal- was the kind of clip where Saban, if he's smart, goes, you know what, I probably should stop talking because even though I'm clearly being a sore loser, which he is, he's a horrific <laughs> loser, a horrific loser, right? Let's be, he probably should stop before Jimbo drags him through the mud. Yeah, but that's, the the greatest thing about that is, is, you know, Jimbo's angry. Jimbo, granted, Jimbo should come out and say, this is the new wave. We are paying our players. We're allowed to pay our players. Maybe you're too cheap over there to pay your players. We're going to take care of our players. But also the simple fact is when you come to an argument and you say, hey, we could get into some other things, and say we could just pick up the phone and go, hey, Jimbo, you want to get into some things? We'll really get into some things here. So that's why when you look at Jimbo Fish and you sort of get a little bit of a laugh out of it is because he knows he's going to put it out there like, hey, yeah, Nick Saban, I mean, you've been paying players for years. But I really don't want to go down this road because then an investigation starts to turn on me, and I've probably been done some shady things in my past as well. It's like where everybody in the room is wrong, but you sort of hint at it, but nobody really wants to call anybody out on the carpet with specifics because then it really gets ugly and comes right back to you. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I just, you know, the other thing that I – because Jimbo's points, don't you – I don't know, Donnie. If I made you side with one of these two right now, wouldn't it easily be siding with Jimbo Fisher? I'm sorry. Nick Saban wants me to believe that he's basically not, you know, there's never been a financial incentive for an athlete that showed up on Alabama's <laughs> campus. I mean, come on, man. Right? So, it's, and then, so then he goes out there and, and, and asks, you know, but let's be, we know that the, he's upset that Jimbo had the money to out-recruit him. I mean, that's what it is. Because he goes, cause in, in his rant, he's like, yeah, we were number two in recruiting with A&M number one. Because I, and I also think a little bit of an element to this kind of makes me chuckle as well is I think Nick Saban and Alabama are doing the NIL the way it's supposed to be intended. Like, we're not going to pay you to come here. But if you come here and you're worth it, people mm-hmm. are going to pay you here. Like, if you're Bryce Young and you're a starting quarterback, you're making seven figures a year. But we didn't say Bryce Young at a high school – I don't care what you do. I got a million-dollar check right here as long as you sign with us on signing day. So Nick Saban's going, well, you know what? I better start getting into stratosphere too because Jimbo Fisher and A&M, they didn't hide anything. There was no, hey, come here, and if these you know area businesses feel like you're worth something to them, they'll eventually pay you. He's basically saying, we got a pool of millions of dollars. If you want to come in this pool here as a five-star, you will get millions of dollars yourself. We don't care what you did in the past, what you're going to do in the future. We just want you here, and here's a few million. I think that's why Saban's getting a little bent out of shape because it is the wild, wild west because the NIL is was supposed to be come here, make a little money, a couple thousand a month, maybe get a car, graduate, and go off to the pros, and it turned into – we're not really using NIL. We're just going to straight up pay you to come to our university. It's pretty impressive. The, but again, like Saban's had the leg up on everybody always, right? Mm-hmm. So you want you want me to feel sympathy? What now that the playing field is? I don't even know. I don't know if levels the right word. The playing field. Some teams are able to catch up to Bama is maybe the best way I'll put it. I think the label mm-hmm. level would be a mistake. But basically now, there are a couple of teams that what have a chance to compete with Bama when it comes to recruiting, and this is how Nick Saban acts? Hey, cry me a river, man. Because <laughs> when you're on top of the mountain where all you have to say is, I'm Nick Saban, look at how many, yeah. time, how many people I put into the pros. You want to play for a national championship in front of a packed house every single week? You come here and play. And guys were like, you know what? That makes sense. Forget about the bag money. Forget about the bag man, right? I dropped 50 grand off in a uh, book bag, and yeah, I'll go to Alabama. 
because it was down to Alabama, Florida State, Miami, and whoever. Let's take that all out. But just from the standpoint of you come here, I will make you into an NFL player that makes millions of dollars. Now the draw is, well, I think I'm really good. Why don't I make a few million before I even get to the pros and then work it out? So now that's what Texas A&M and all the big you know, oil barons are doing down there, saying, just get them here. Five-star athletes. It's no surprise where you don't just come out one year. Do you remember a couple years back? And this is probably now, I don't know, 10 years. Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss. Ole Miss was the dregs, right? Just, if they had a good season, it was like six and four. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they know where they signed the best class in the SEC. And we're going to hold on here. And Hugh Freeze stood up there in front of a microphone and goes, they're all just haters. Every one of these coaches are haters. <laughs> we did everything by the book. Hugh Freeze got launched out at Ole Miss with so many recruiting violations <laughs> from that class that he's probably never allowed back to the SEC, which says something here. So when you see Jimbo Fisher, like, oh, we didn't do anything. You're absolutely right. You didn't do anything wrong. But the fact of the matter is you did buy players. But this is the new thing the way it is. And the NCAA, Kevin, they're not holding their heads around the corner like, yeah, we're waiting to catch somebody. They basically said, you guys wanted this. You guys got it. So deal with it yourself. Yeah, but but and again, you know, you know what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen though, Donnie, right? The problem is, okay? If you got Nick, maybe he probably said it on the record. Hey Nick, do you want your guys to be paid? No. We know Dabo, we, we know what Dabo <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. right? And uh-huh. probably Jimbo and so on and so forth, right? So you know what's going to happen? We're going to keep having to deal with these complaints, right? We're going to deal with these complaints because the coaches now are having no choice because they care about winning to follow suit here. But the reality is the reason they're being paid is these players have earned it. They bring in enough money, and that's the way this sport is going to operate. And eventually the older guys who are upset about it will be phased out, and we won't have to do This won't be like this forever. It won't be like this forever. No, it won't. And it's kind of interesting because you're going to start to see, which we'll talk about after the break, some things that might actually start happening to some of these kids with these big money deals. But find out. You got to stick with us. Moneyline on a Thursday afternoon. It's Donnie and Kevin. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't believe that either. Yes, sir. We're back on Moneyline. And by the way, if you guys want to call in, if you're driving around the car, you're out there in traffic, you got a hot take, you want to talk about the PGA Championship and Tiger Woods possibly missing the cut, let us know. 844-843-6879. The Yankees and the O's usually look at unders in this ballpark. Could we be looking at an over today as we have a 3-3 ball game on what looks like a beautiful day down in the Charm City today, Kev? Yeah, it's a it is a gorgeous day for baseball. It's also a gorgeous day to watch John Carlos Stanton go absolutely wild. Donnie, do you know that John Carlos Stanton is he entered today uh, one run RBI back for the most in Major League Baseball? So I would assume now he has the most RBIs in Major League Baseball. Now, when I saw this number, it jumped off the page as gaudy mm-hmm. to me. I don't know if it will to you. 
Giancarlo Stanton, with those three, he's registered today. 35 RBIs. Isn't that a lot? Doesn't that sound like a lot? Yeah, especially with nobody apparently scoring in baseball. But then again, is it really a lot when you play in Yankee Stadium? And that's what it always gets back to. You know, you got to be like a bell curve, you know. Again, and and this is why, and you you all know this, this is why we have no respect for Donnie's opinion on this particular subject as he makes this point on the heels of Giancarlo hitting the ball. 392 out of, of course, Oriole Ballpark Stadium Yard Camdino. So, I mean, let's be honest here, people. Let's be honest here. John Carlos having a monster season, and he's on pace for, you know, about 160 RBIs. So we'll see if he can mm. keep it up. Some scoring across Major League Baseball. As we said, we have 3-3 three to three with the Yankees and the Orioles. The Yankees now a minus 200 favorite, even though the game is tied. Let me get this straight. So what were they? Is it... Was it a two to two game? And they were like a minus one twenty six, but three to three apparently is much better. So and there's nobody on base, so it's not anything that's would say, Well, hey Donnie, they got second and third with nobody out about the score again. Phillies and the Padres zero zero. Phillies has a slight favorite here at a minus one twenty two. The Mets have a two to nothing lead and did score in the first inning. So that is a year fee in that game. And the Guardians are on the board one to nothing over the Cincinnati Reds, but we wait here until that two eleven start between the White Sox and the Royals to see if some things can start to get popping there. And as we're ripping it around and talking about, you know, the NIL, I wanted to get back to that point here. And I got to tell you, if you're, if you're looking forward, like, down the road, are we going to see, all right, the boosters, because the, the schools aren't allowed to play the kids, pay the kids. So if you're listening, go, well, geez, you know what, Nick Saban's got a problem with his administration. Just open up the checkbooks. They can't pay him as a school. The NIL is meant to say, go out and get your own business outside of the school, and the boosters took that over as, well, I don't really need them down at my my uh, law firm. Just I'll give them here. I'll, I'll put in. A, let's get ten boosters. Put in a hundred grand and get a five star athlete. That's what they're doing right now. But what's going to happen now? Because you know as well as I do, the rules are going to change. And I'm not so sure that the rule is coming directly from the NCAA. I'm talking about the rules being. Now hold on now, you know, our boosters. You know we laid out three point two million last year. Three out of four of these kids left after year one. I don't know if we want to reduce some of these investments, or is it because you are signing a contract with an NIL and you got to stay three years here, or or we're going to be able to be you're you're liable or on the hook for a certain amount of that money to pay back, almost like a signing bonus. We're like, you know what? I don't want to play anymore. That's cool. Just give us back our money then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, right? I hear what you're saying, right? Because it, it applies not just to. Because I'm sure people hear that they think college basketball, right? Like the one and done aspect of yeah. it. But yes. like, you know, the basically the the story of the kid Addison that, you know, got the phone call from USC, like, hey man, you know, I mean, cut it out now. What do you got? What are you doing there? Pick, get over <laughs> here. Although apparently, you know, USC is just built to uh mess with key dog slowness. <laughs> but look, I, I think But Donnie, we're used to free agency. We're used to trade. We're we're used to these things, right? So yeah. Maybe they will build contracts in a little bit more so. Because you are, and this is the one thing, it's the first time that it is so open-ended that, of course, it's not that it's muddied. It's just nobody knows what, there's there's no structure is what I'll say. There's no structure. In, In the NBA, in the NFL, there's a salary cap, right? You work off of that. There's a pay scale that you can kind of point towards when you pay a particular player, at least of a position or of a skill level of, of, of a, or of a tenure there. That's where the wild, wild west comment is fair because I think sometimes it's such a negative connotation. I think it's fair to say this is currently something that it doesn't have structure, so it, it's going to lead to a lot of confusion at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And, and it'll even itself out. But if you remember, like the, NID, the NIL deal comes down where now you'll have to make some money. So, oh, this guy's a YouTube account. This guy has this. The but first major mark, because the, the one issue I always had was, oh, this is great stuff. And I said, well, there's very few people that would be able to actually sell product from an NCAA football level. Top quarterbacks, top universities, mm-hmm. yes. But I remember like there was like a – I don't even know who did this type of thing. It was dealt with Alabama. Like a uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? Like a survey or, or what the guys would actually be worth? Almost like a, 
um, an appraisal of like Alabama's football program per player. And they're like, well, the backup running back is worth like, you know, 426000 And I said, oh, stop here. Stop here. No, he's not. He's barely worth anything at this point because the, the worth is not you're selling. Alabama's going to sell it anyway. You're talking about extracurricular activities where you would be worth something. Where if you saw X player on a commercial, it would be like, wow, I know who that guy is. Oh, it makes me want to maybe buy a cell phone at this point. The backup offensive linemen, the backup guard on Alabama, they're not worth $400,000. They're worth what their education is to go there and play. Now, you're talking about Bryce Young. Yes, you put Bryce Young on a billboard in Tuscaloosa or somewhere in Alabama. Little kids, grade schoolers, middle schoolers, high schoolers, that's ah, Bryce Young right there. I know who that is. You just put a random running back up there, it serves no purpose. So I always thought, like, okay, the big guys will get paid, and maybe some of the, the, the funny ones, like, hey, uh, uh, Dick Sporting Goods gave me free T-shirts, a uh, thousand bucks a month to like buy my own equipment in there, and you know I gotta send maybe a tweet or two out because it's actually turned opposite now. Where DJ Uyunglele, right? He gets the mm-hmm. national broadcast on Dr Pepper the first time he's like, "Wow, look at that!" A college football player is actually on a national brand, and you knew who he actually was. But now it's turned into we don't even care who you are. It's just the fact of the matter is instead of us being in the dark where it was in the eighties and nineties and two thousands. I can actually pay you, and I can go to the highest bidder if I'm a player, and nobody has an issue with it. That's the interesting part about the NIL because they should just change it to not NIL. They should just get rid of it altogether and be like, hey, just pay to play. That's all it's called. Well, that uh, look, that, that's one of those things. And I'm not saying – but I have no sympathy for these colleges. I mean, absolutely none. You know, the I, I feel I – feel, I guess bad for a fan of Pittsburgh who watched Addison leave this year. But again, it's the same thing in professional sports where those things are always tough. Did he actually leave? Is he gone? I don't know if he actually did or not. (laughs) I I can't. I I, listen. Football full circle. I'm sure they talked about it there. Uh, They probably broke down Addison for like two weeks straight. Shout out to the boys doing a great job uh, on that (laughs) show out of season. But I I just. Donnie, everybody spent years overcomplicating athletes making money off of their name, image, and likeness. Years, Donnie. And so because of that, things had to be done under the radar and yada, yada, yada. So all of a sudden they said, okay, you know what? You guys can do whatever you want. And then they went, oh, we can do, all right, you said it, fine. We'll do whatever we want. They if they never put these insane handcuffs on at the beginning, I don't think we get here, at least not as quickly. Yeah, it, it was a very slippery slope because I'm more of an old-school person that says you don't have – because the, the whole notion of the NCAA is ripping these kids off. No, they're not because the majority of people don't go pro, and you get a great education. You have no student loans when you get out and some good networking. But if even if you take it to the next level at that point, right, and you say, all right, now – Pay for this or pay for that. I, I, I just I just don't see it that way. And you always have the option. You don't have to go. You don't yeah, have to but, play college. You don't. No, but some but some kids need that. Some kids need that, and you're ignoring that. One and two, Donnie. They didn't have to pay them. You you told them they can't make money off of their names. That's ridiculous. That is to suggest that none of those kids had value outside of being at that school, which is preposterous. That's ridiculous. And they did that to themselves. I'm, I'm sorry, but you, you, you cannot try and tell me that it is acceptable that when Zion was at Duke, he was allowed to profit exactly $0 despite being one of the most 10 most popular athletes in American sports at the time. But I hear you on that. He could have went to Australia. He could have took the ball route. He could have went, I don't know, just G League around at that point. He could have went overseas and made money. He didn't have to go to Duke. He wanted to, and quite frankly, benefited a massive so, amount from going to Duke. Why does it have to be? But why would you want it on both ends of the spectrum then, though? Don't you want the best players in college basketball? What a preposterous yes. thing. But if you open up, because you knew one, it wasn't like, you know, these kids are going to be happy with, we're going to give you an extra, because they get a stipend each and every month. It's not like they don't get money. But it, what was going to be too much or what was going to be too less? Let Zion and his agent go out there and get him deals. But, but Donnie, it's the same thing ha- now, though. Yeah, but Donnie, this is happening because they've been paying them forever. You're being naive now. 
No, I know they've been paying, paying them forever. Them for, forever. And, and like, most schools used to get caught up with it. Them. And you know, people have to give their Heismans back because they cheated relentlessly. But it, it happens, and I understand that. But I'm always still under the notion was, if it's so bad, don't go. Zion, don't go. Go make $3 million bucks in Australia. See you back in the NBA. And, 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 but, Donnie, under the same notion, right, if these kids are getting more than enough, right, like you're mm-hmm. saying, which is ridiculous, then why do they keep paying the kids? If the school doesn't need them, why do they keep paying the kids? If Duke doesn't need Zion and USC doesn't need Reggie Bush and Saban doesn't need Bryce Young, why do they keep paying them? Oh, because they but need it's boosters, though. Yeah, it's but the boosters love that it's stuff. The you got extra fresh cash around. That's it's the way the it is, though. It's, but it's that's not the school. It's that's not likeness. Oh my God! Well, <laughs> Alabama is innocent. I mean, oh, Alabama pays a lot of money. SEC teams have always paid a lot of money for players like behind the scenes, but that was almost like the go-to where you can't. There weren't millions of dollars being shoved around, right? You're talking that again, like know a backpack on the porch, 50 G's, 60 G's. I mean, that yeah, was but, just but the expected in the to SEC. Go up. It's not the 80s anymore. I mean, my goodness, Donnie, they're talking about Donnie. They've suggested that the Power Five schools should tell the NCAA to kick rocks and go do their own thing. I mean, the, the, Donnie, the money is a whole nother ballgame. College football, I mean, you and I spend, you know, at least twice a week talking about the XFL and the USFL. I mean, college yeah. football is a damn horse. I mean, that thing, uh, you want to talk about it on its own entity? I mean, is that the second, the second biggest league in America after the NFL? Is college but, football more popular than the NBA? I mean, probably SEC football you might be able to argue with as well. But also, we're taking a look at not every football program in Division One makes money. I mean, I remember seeing the, the pie charts there of like only 20 teams were actually in the black. And everybody else was just trying to play catch-up at that point here. So there's a lot of stuff that goes around. And also, when the schools just had to open up and pay, like Title IX would step in. Like Title IX would say, hey, you can't pay Bryce Young a million bucks. you got to pay the women's point guard on their basketball team or lacrosse team a million Again, bucks as well. This is the complication that people did for years that got us here. Stop worrying about contracts and salaries and let them make money off their names on their own. Basically, what Kevin's saying is college kids get enough. Join us back after the break. No, I'm not. It's a terrible take again. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we are back. Ready to go. Quick, quick little episode right here it's time for the teaser because yesterday somebody made us a good amount of money by the name of Dinwiddie out on the bricks how about that JP tease us today second time we all bet on something we all hit again I like that and we're going right back to the association tonight we're going with the player prop again Mm. all right so we got a player prop tonight all right now let me cut straight Mm. now because you just tell me this JP you're not betting another Jason Tatum under are you Maybe. I oh like my it. goodness. This yeah, guy he's right, too. He's right, too. He's right. This guy loves 
but Jason Tatum unders, man. It's it's such an interesting phenomenon. Now, he could be baiting me. He could be baiting me here, kind of like when Donnie goes on his nonsensical rants. But, mm. man, if he's going after it again, that'd be something, man. That'd be something. Tatum. And by the way, today on some plays here in the NBA, I am actually on a Jason Tatum wager. It's not points. It's not assists. It's also not three-pointers. Actually, rebounds. Did you? By the way, did you mention his rebounds this morning? We were going over the uh, Jason statistics. Tatum? Yes. No, that's who's, all you. Who's? Yeah, whose rebounds did you mention this morning? I thought Jimmy you were Butler. Looking at, there you go. Okay, so Jimmy Butler. I actually went Tatum, which we'll get to those games just a little bit, nice little teaser. I'll tell you why I like that and why I think it actually makes some sense. But obviously over the next 30 seconds, we're going to be having a complete breakdown of that NBA game, which we will in the 2 o'clock hour and also keep focused here on runs being scored here in Major League Baseball outside of the city of Philadelphia, which is 0-0 with you Darvish on the mound here. So we'll see if that continues and goes. But we do have scoring in all the other games, but we're focused here. What's Tiger, what's Tiger do? Tiger plus two, tied for 51, K-Dub? Mm. Yeah, listen, man. Tiger Woods is, uh, man, he's holding on. He's holding on as best as he can. Par 70, by the way, not par 72. Can he shoot two under before he gets out of there and catch some big tickets? Huh? Maybe, maybe not. Money line here. Stick with us, Kevin and Donnie. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.